0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Life in Sport podcast, but also Broncos faithful, whichever one you're listening or watching that this on, we've got former Brisbane Bronco and current uh, St. George Illawarra Dragon, Josh McGuire on the podcast today. Thank you very much for joining us. And mate, how's, um, obviously you've not played yet, but how's your preseason been and all that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, it's actually been really good, mate. Um, It's my first preseason that I've probably been able to do in the last probably five or six years, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. whether it was being away with rep football or injury or whatever. Um, it's been a tough kind of couple of years just getting the body good. So it's the best shape I feel like I've been in probably five or six years. So I'm just excited to get back and play some football. I've done um, just done everything right this year. On on a on, a, on a performance side of thing, especially like just getting my body ready to play some football.
0: Yeah, so like you're hitting your targets, you're hitting your goals, sort of thing in the in the training and whatnot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm like a way ahead of of where I have been in the past with oh, that's like awesome. In weight, speed, fitness, and that kind of stuff. So I'm just feeling really, um, yeah, just excited about a fresh fresh start and a fresh year of football.
0: Yeah, we could Honestly, I think all, everyone, not just the players, but even the fans, are always love when a new season of football comes around. Um, I'm sorry, when I'm looking down, I'm just looking at the iPad because I've got, you know, your Google and all that sort of stuff. So I can make yeah, sure mate. I've got some good talking points. Um, so let's get started. Obviously, 2nd of March, 1990, Josh Maguire is born. Um, yep. Tell us about your junior years, your grassroots and, you know, all that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I, I didn't start playing football until I was 14. Oh, I was, okay. Uh, late, yeah, I was a late bloomer. I, um, I was born in Brisbane. I grew up in Lismore, northern mm-hmm. New South Wales, and then moved back to Brisbane when I was like 12, 13. Oh, um, lucky
0: for the Queensland selection.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was always um, – my dad was in the Army, so we moved all the time, like yep. from L- Lismore to Wagga, back to Brisbane and all over the place. So – it was pretty normal for us to be up and about. So uh didn't start playing footy until I was 14. Okay. Um went and played at Aspley Devils, which yep. is on the north side of Brizzy. Yeah. Um, David Stag uh, went to there. Stag up Dinamus Louie was on my junior team. We grew up together with Manami, yep. So
0: we had Nami um, on the podcast yesterday.
1: Yeah, I saw that. He's a good man, Nami. Um, he's um it's good to see him back in Brizzy. So Isn't it? um yeah, no, yes. Yeah, so I played footy there. I actually signed with the Roosters first when okay. I was fifteen. Or fourteen, I uh, went down there, uh, tr- like, trained with those guys for a little bit, but um, got homesick and then signed back to the Broncos in yeah. 2005 when I was 15.
0: Uh-huh. And what was it like? Um, Obviously, you said you got homesick, so you wanted to come back up, you know. And obviously, at that time, you weren't sure. Maybe, I'm guessing, if you were going to get a shot with the Broncos, you signed with the Academy. And, you know, what was it like going through the ranks at the Broncos?
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, I, so, I, I signed on when I was 15. I was pretty fortunate enough that I was always a bigger kid growing up. So I kind of had it footy came a bit easier to myself, especially in the junior side of stuff because I mm-hmm. um, always found I was just bigger and more aggressive than all the other kids at yep. that age. So that definitely helped when you're when you're at that age development wise. So um, got picked up 15s, always made all like the junior rep teams, you know, 15s, Australian school boys, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And then it wasn't until um, Anthony Griffith came in and Timothy um, Griffin was the coach of the twenties, yep. and um, uh, he uh, he I got, I got to come and train him through the twenties and that kind of stuff. He brought me in, which was cool. And was Nami uh, there at the time? Yeah, Nami came in yep. uh, myself and a few others. That would have been uh, good
0: to have some familiar faces there for you.
1: Yeah, well, well it was easy because all when you come through the ranks with Queensland, our whole Broncos team was all Queensland players. Yep. Like Benny had. Yeah, of a car, like all guys i grew up with so yep. it was easy um but yeah can't complain at all um yeah it was really good times like with with those guys too especially because we enjoyed our footy and you know come through together it made it easy but we're all kind of rat bags at that age too which wasn't <laughs> um wasn't always a good thing like i was always in trouble as a junior um yep. that was just yeah i was always doing something silly or stupid which Obviously, doesn't help you when you're coming through the ranks. So I had to learn the hard way under Anthony Griffin a yeah. few times.
0: Well, I mean, you're now coached by Anthony Griffin in the NRL at the Dragons. Yeah. And, um, is some of that similar or same? Uh, sorry, does he coach more or less the same at the Dragons in NRL level as he did with you guys at under twenties?
1: Um, he has the same uh, principles, I guess. <laughs> when when you when you say. He, he appreciates work ethic and toughness and, um, you know, durability and those things. They're yep. all, they're, they're non-negotiables, you know, that I feel you need to have in rugby league. They're yep. super important. But, um, over like his style is in his coaching dynamics of X's nose and, and that kind of stuff on the board definitely have adapted and changed over the years because, um, yeah, he yeah, it's like all of us, you always grow and you're always learning. So his style has definitely changed, but his principles and a foundation of what a club should be and a team should be definitely the same still.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, and going back to your grassroots for a second, you were actually uh, having been scouted for a possible trial with the Vancouver Canucks in ice hockey. What was the decision behind not doing that or pursuing that in favour of rugby league?
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I was always I kind of play in Lismore. Lismore a really big baseball town, yep. but um, it's it's seasonal. Okay. So then, when with baseball, the other big sport in Lismore, which was funny, was inline hockey. Yep. So I went and played inline hockey, and then when you play inline hockey, you kind of transfer over the ice as well, so then yep. it becomes seasonal. Um, yeah, and I was just kind of, was going around the junior ranks there and like I was good at ice hockey, again, bigger and stronger than most kids my age. So it kind of translated well into the ice hockey game. Um, I actually got suspended for like five months in, in, in hockey as a 14 year old, which is why I went and played rugby league. Uh, What'd you do to get suspended for five months? I hit someone in the face with my hockey stick. Obviously. (laughs) Um, I've had anger issues since a young age coming through, so um, it didn't translate well um, in junior sport. So, um, you know, I was just, I was an angry kid and um, I've had to learn some hard lessons, some hard ways, and um, I regret a lot of my actions that I do on the sports field, but it is what it is. It is who I am. And um, I've got to learn from my mistakes. And that was definitely a huge mistake as a junior. Um, but it, it led but me at, to where I am now. I was going to say, you but know? at the
0: same time, if you hadn't have done that, we may yeah. not have seen Josh Maguire in the NRL.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, you know, um, I'm not to say I was going to have make it an ice hockey, but it was definitely an opportunity. Rugby league, just um, I'm a family man. I've got five brothers. I've got three kids now. So I wanted to stay home. Yeah. Um, I, did, I didn't want to go overseas. I I, I like being in Brisbane. and that's why I stayed at the broadcast for so long. I, I love being around my family.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I watched a. For lack of a term, a featurette. I don't know who it was with with you and a commentator or someone. I think it may have been Vossi or someone talking about what state of origin meant to you growing up and all that. Um, so if you could just relay, you know, what state of origin meant to you growing up and it, what it meant to you personally to pull on that maroon jersey for the first time and every time that you've pulled it on.
1: Yeah, I just think it was, I don't know, like a tradition. It was funny because my dad's a New South Wales <laughs> mum. My- my mum's a Kiwi yep. and I was born a Queens. So <laughs> I, I'm just, I think, a guy that's really loyal to where I come from and to yep. what, what, you know, like tradition. So like
0: I was born in Brizzy, but I grew yeah. up on the central coast in New South Wales, but you won't see me wearing a blues jersey or following anyone that's not the Broncos.
1: Yeah, so I think I'm a bit the same. Like once I know who I am or where I come from or what I represent, I was all in, you know, and that's just yeah. like that's just I like, get I guess my personality, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I'm just passionate. So then, obviously, growing up watching Origin, huge Origin fan, like I just wanted to be a part of it. Obviously, as all kids do, you dream and you and you watch it, and you know, it was the one night of the of the year where. You know, you got your home from school. You put your jersey on. Dad had pizza. You know, yep. dad give you dad give you a sip of his beer. You yep. know, you just felt like a man. I guess you got to watch a man yep. sport. It was watch the gladiators go around, and that's it. Um, you know, you're in high school, and you, you dare to. Dream. And you get you to go get to the school the next day if
0: Queensland get the win and put it over your mates who are Blues fans.
1: Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, it was 50, 50, you know, it was kind no. of the dom- When I was the in dominance. high school, it was the decade of dominance. <laughs> yeah. So the dominance kind of started when I was like just coming into, um, into like NRL, like yeah. just that older age. But before that it was, you know, Andrew Johns, I actually went yep. to a game in Sydney where I was with the Roosters and Andrew Johns did the comeback game and yep. he just carved us up and, Mate, like it was just it was so cool, but um, you know, geez, like I just wanted to be a part of it, and yeah. then training for first game and getting the opportunity to go in, um, you know, it was yeah, yeah. oh, it was. I still get goosebumps thinking about yeah. it now, man. Like that's it's, amazing. It's, um, yeah, it was a, it was a dream come true, definitely to put it on and to win and play with the guys I got to play with.
0: Absolutely, I can imagine. And speaking of loyalty, I wanted to said where you come from is you're you're all in. Um, you also represented Samoa. Obviously, you represented Australia. But what did it feel like to represent your family's heritage of Samoa?
1: Yeah, well, obviously, I'm very. You can tell how Samoan I am by looking at me. Uh, <laughs> my mum's my mum said so my grandfather's born in Samoa. He's yep. born in up here. My mum's mum there. She's my mum's born in Auckland. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's very passionate on her side of things. My dad's a redhead from West Sydney, so um, <laughs> I've had yep. a bit of a throwback to my dad's side. But um, yeah, no, I was very fortunate enough. I got the phone call in um, 2010. I just started yep. playing. Yep. I just started playing first grade in 09 for the Broncos and Steve Price, who's now at the he was coach. Uh, he coached and um grade coach. He's back now at Cronulla. I got a phone call from Nigel Vangana yep. asking me, he goes, are you Samoan? And I was like, uh, he thought I was jeering him up. He like He thought it was a little joke. And I was like, yeah, is." And then he asked me if I wanted to play. And it was, back then, it was, those eligibility rules were different. So you could were you, yeah, you had to make a choice. So I had to yeah. forfeit playing for Queensland for two years. Yep. Um, Obviously to, to then go play for Samoa. Yep. But, uh, I was lucky or I was realistic enough to realize like I was still a fair little way from playing for Queensland that yep. playing I- international football at that level at that age was only going to help my development growing yeah, up. Of course. Like I was playing against the best players in the world
0: yeah. you've on got the to highest be the level. Best, you've got to
1: play against the best. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I thought for my development as a middle forward, which takes a little bit longer to, to develop, I went and did that. And I, I, re- I never regretted a minute of it, mate. Like I absolutely love. Putting on that blue jersey, the only blue jersey I like wearing <laughs> is a Samoan jersey. Yep. Um, but um, yeah, I just I love football. So if I could have a opportunity to play the game of football, whether it's for Samar or Broncos or anything, I just love the game of rugby league and giving back to the sport. So um, yeah, it was. The, I took it with both hands, and I don't regret a single ever, ever a single minute of playing for Samar.
0: That's amazing. And um, just touching on the uh eye in the thing like the finger in the eye injury uh caused by teammate i think was mitchell dodds if i'm not mistaken um like talk us through that because obviously it changed the trajectory of your of your career in that season at least um you know like yeah talk let us tell us how that all happened. so
1: 2011 i think it was um, 11 yeah yeah, um, we're playing the Bulldogs. I tackled Greg Eastwood like the last couple of minutes of the game. Yep. Dodgy just come on and it was an accident. He just got involved with yep. the tackle um, and I just got a finger in the eye. And then I didn't really think too much of it. Like it hurt and I went all black and stuff. But I thought this is just a bad eye poke. It wasn't yep. until later that night. Um, my eye started like it, it's like detached my retina, but my eye had collapsed a bit, oh, so all my um, like all my eye was bleeding and coming out, and I was like, Oh, this is not good, yeah. And then I went to a specialist, and then yeah, I had to go get a few operations. And um, uh, Dr. Albert Aralat, which is in Brisbane at Wickham Terrace, pretty much. Um, put my eye back together, but I was told I shouldn't be playing football. I got told that my free was your depth was perception
0: over. sort of thing put off and all that.
1: Yeah, well, it was all that I couldn't catch, so like driving and that kind of stuff it was all got like really I had to start again. But it was also like it was another risk if I would to um re injure it. One get if I get hit on that eye, it has to be removed, or yep. if I hurt my good eye, then I was going to be left blind. So, oh, shit. Okay. um, but that was. I who I am, I just like I said, like I just um, dep- do like, anything you know, for rugby league. I was 21, I had no, I knew nothing else. Like, I, I my whole life, I was going to be a football player. Like, I wanted to be since I was 15. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. So, I didn't want somebody else telling me what I can and can't do, which gotcha. Just, um, you know, I know it probably sounds bad, but like, I just wasn't taking that for an answer. And so, I just went back and I just learned how to do and, things, yeah.
0: And how is and, the um, eyesight in that eye at the moment? Like these days? Yeah, I, I don't,
1: I don't have eyesight in that eye. Um, oh shit! It just, it's, it's, it's all for show, so it's just that really, <laughs> it's all for show and move around. <laughs> that's it. It's just, it's just there. So, um, but you know, like I've got to now where I am now. I'm 32 now. Um, I've you've achieved. adjusted to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't remember what it was like to have two eyes. To be honest, so um, wow. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, because like, tell punches. people.
0: When I tell people about it? Because obviously, um, it's it's a really interesting um injury to considering that you play literally half blind. It's you know you had to as you said you had to relearn more or less everything. It's such an inspiration, and you managed to come back that season,
1: as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, like that's well, such. It was uh, funny. Yeah, Nancy Griffith was our coach, and um, I was at training, and I was like, I was struggling like at training to catch and do this sort of stuff. Anyway, it was during my origin time and then we we're meant to play at Parramatta. Yep. And then Hook goes to me, Mate, I need can you play? And I was like, Oh, gee shit, like I don't think I'm like I don't know where I'm at. And he goes, If you don't play, I've got to play somebody from Queensland Cup, like uh mm. like another guy that yep. and we need and we we're playing Parramatta, so we at, Parramatta at the old Parramatta Stadium. So I was like, All right, I'll give it a go. Like I was I wasn't ready mm-hmm. but I kind of just got chucked in the deep end and then um I said to Andrew McCarlock, he was our hooker. I said, mate, if you if you don't if you can't, if you don't have to, just skip me out. Like don't yes. pass me the ball. Yeah. I can't <laughs> catch it. Yeah. Or yep. if I'll catch the ball, it's gonna be really tight off the ruck and I've got to learn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we just made the, we made the most of it. I bloody adapted and then um, I actually didn't drop a ball, which was lucky, but yep. I was just scared the whole game, like just yeah. scared. And um, we're not winning, manager that scored a sick try yep. from back row. Manager, Gillette was a like one of the goat back rowers. I loved it. So. Um, I loved him. Like just our crew was just we're all just best mates. So it was and just what's crazy is transition. it's more or less the same
0: crew as now at the Dragons together.
1: Yeah, a little bit like that. Well I oh, I'd pay I'd pay a lot of money to get Manager Gillette back to the Dragons. to get Maddie down the Dragons and Drag. Yeah, he they're two of of uh two of the OGs from the Broncos days. So I wish they were still going around, but it is what it is, man. We're dying we're a little bit dinosaurs now up here.
0: Yeah, damn. It's, it's crazy to think like, I mean, there's the old, I think it's, I think it was last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was last year when Hook brought in a few extra Bronco, well, former Broncos players such as yourself and all that, that people yeah. started saying it may as well be called the St. George Illawarra Broncos.
1: Yeah. But when you look now, there's like Sewer, Jaden, Suwa, me, yep. Benny Hartnidge and McCarlick. Um, Griffin technically, Ethan Griffin, Tata Moga, yep, Frank Molo, Michael Molo. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's it at the moment. That's all I can remember. But that's still quite a fair fair crop, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just guess if you know what works, then stick with it, you know. And Hooks showed a lot of um faith in us, so we've got to kind of repay that faith this year, especially.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. Um and obviously, speaking of, we've spoken a bit of time ta- about your time at the Broncos. Let's flick to your other teams that you've played for, such as the Cowboys and the Dragons. Uh, but yep. firstly, let's go with the Cowboys. Uh, you spent a few yep. years at the Cowboys after your time yep. at the Broncos. Was that? Um, first of all, was there any offers from other clubs, and what was the? De- I'm guessing maybe the decision was you wanted to stay in Queensland is why you chose the Cowboys. If you don't mind me uh, assuming that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. So. I had I was one year into my uh, into a four year deal at the drag, at the Broncos yeah at the time, and um I was uh, I was over I was in a strain tour in New Zealand yep and then um uh, so, so the op- I had options my favour so they all I had a four year deal I was one year into it but they're all kind of my favourite options so I was I was able to have a look around. Or yeah. people allowed to come to me, and I just played the the um, Aussie Test. We played New Zealand and some and Tonga, yeah. and then an opportunity from the Cowboys. They wanted the middle forward. Um, I think Matty Scott was just kind of. I played with Matty Scott, but he was kind of coming to the end of his career, and they wanted yeah. to bring in another kind of uh, middle guy. Yep. Anyway, I um, Wayne was leaving the Broncos that year. The next year, mm-hmm. and Seabold was coming in, and uh, I um, I asked the Broncos if they could because the Cowboys offered me another year on top of what they had already offered me. So it was okay. a four year deal. So I had I was one year into a four year deal. So then when the Cowboys came, they offered me another four year deal. Okay, on, on good money better money than what the Broncos were paying at the time yep. and and they, and an extra year of the big money. Okay. And 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 then I just asked the Broncos then um can we just talk about another year because that would have taken me to to, to 31. Yeah. No 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 no, no. Oh. yeah well I was one I was I was the first year down so it just would have been another year on top of what they were already doing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't want them to match the money of the Cowboys. I just wanted them to um, match the
0: di- the length.
1: Just yeah, the years just to give me that extra year, and they were going through all this back, back room office stuff and all whatever changes and stuff, and they just said no. We we can't offer you anything yet. All then, so it was kind of like oh, like I love the Broncos. I always wanted to stay, but they couldn't match. They couldn't give me. They couldn't guarantee me that extra year. Mm-hmm. And it was just too much money of big money uh, on a big money deal, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, for me, yeah, like I have three kids, and exactly, you got to, you know, do I throw away, you know, X, you know, it was big, big money. So do I say no to that and hope that the Broncos are going to have money in that year for me? But you know, I was realistic. (laughs) I was. Oh, what, like what's good like, what's
0: right for me and my family right now sort of thing
1: yeah well i was 20 i think i was 27 or no 20 i was 29 that year yep. i was come turning into 20 i was coming into 29 <laughs> you know i was realistic when they had like um Payne house patty carrigan tommy Flegger, all these really good young middles maddie lodge was there to be the pen this this next gen was coming through you know i, I was realistic of I don't know if they're going to have this money for me when I come off at 32, you And know? will I be so, on the
0: outer if they're coming through sort of thing? By yeah, time. exactly.
1: You know, I don't know. So it was a big risk to take. So I just didn't want to take that risk while I have kids and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, hindsight, I wish, I. Uh, you know, sometimes I wish I stayed there and I was a one-club player. Like, I love the club. I love... Well, I mean, you're you more know, or less a one-club
0: player because you played 194 games. Like, that's more yeah, than you I played at the other wish... teams.
1: I wish I hit my two hundred there. You know, like I just um, since I left there, like I've just kind of, yeah. You know, I miss I missed the club. Like I missed being a part of that club. It was a big part of my life yeah. at that at that age to leave home. So um, yeah, it is what it is, man. I went to the Cowboys. We had some two pretty lean years at the Cowboys, um, but I won Players Player up there last year. You oh, did year yeah? Before, you know the year the year before I left there, I got the Players Player award, which was. In my opinion, is the ultimate award when your peers are you the best player. So, oh, absolutely. Um, and you know,
0: speaking I, of 200th, you're coming up to your 250th. If I, yeah, you managed to go well, you've got six games left to go to your 250th. What, what, how do you feel about that coming up that milestone? I
1: thought I was five games off, I thought I was 245. Oh. Yeah, well, it's probably – I may be wrong. I'm
0: just looking at bloody – I don't know. Um,
1: I'm, I, I'm just looking at – I was just thinking because I I've got asked about – I could have hit 250 at the Cowboys if I didn't get bloody get suspended. Like, I've been oh, – to get the 250, I could have hit it two years ago. So, I was only joking about it the other day with Benny Hunt and Macca. We all debuted – oh, no. Oh, Maca debuted wait, played one game, but we all played at the same time. And they're all at, like, 270 or 280 yep. or whatever – I'd be playing nearly 300 games if I haven't been suspended a hundred times and injured. So <laughs> yeah, it is what true. it is, man. But yeah, um, no, that's true. This is my 14th, I think my 14th NRL season this year. Dark. And my how 15th. many players
0: can say they've played 14 years?
1: Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm very fortunate. You know, I'm very lucky that my, um, you know, I've just taken with it here. But yeah, yeah, it was good. Cool. Yeah. yeah, nice. So
0: we've covered your time with the Broncos and the Cowboys. And Samoa and Queensland, a bit more rep footy talk. Uh, the green and gold, yeah. Australia. Yep. What What was it like getting the call up for the first time, and in general, um, you know, playing for Australia?
1: Yeah, man, it was. So I just tore my Achilles. Ooh. I just started. I come into the into the rep scene. I played Origin 2015. Yep. Um, I could have played earlier. But I um, stuffed up at a at a merging camp. I got on the drink and and went out and just did stupid shit that you do when you're a young man. Yeah. that you know I wish I never did. But geez, like it is what it is. So I missed my chance to play Origin like two years earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they brought in like Chris McQueen and Josh Voparly and stuff. So I had to wait another window to get into the team. So I was really pissed off with myself watching them play earlier. But then when I got my opportunity in 2015, I played the first two games for Queensland. And then I tore my Achilles in the 2015 season. So I missed the last game of that series and the grand final, which just broke me. So that whole preseason, I was just training, training, training as hard as I can. I wanted to come back and play good footy. Not thinking about Australia or Queensland, just wanting to come back and play for the Broncos after that made the grand final. And then... Stars of the year, really good, really fit. I had like Corey Parker and Friday and those guys, manager that all around me that are like, you know, high, keep a high standard when yeah. you're a young guy. And then, um, yeah, played the first season. Bronx we were killing it. I think we we're equal first. And then the Anzac Test came around and Mount meninga had become the coach. And he called me and, yeah, said, I'm playing for Australia in the Anzac Test in Newcastle. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't even <laughs> know I was like, picked in the team. Yeah. Um, let
0: alone I'm playing.
1: <laughs> like, I'm coming off with the Achilles tear, let alone like thinking, geez, like how I just wanted to play for the Broncos. Like, yeah. and then I got picked for Australia. So then I was like, shit myself. But um, played the Anzac Test. Played that Anzac Test that year for 15, I mean, for 16. And I was like, just gave me that confidence then to go, yep, yeah, this is where I want to be. This is I what want to I want do to more do. of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, then yeah. World Cup 2017 for Australia, we win the World Cup. Played lock. Um, yeah, it was amazing. What was that feeling? Uh, yeah, I,
0: winning the winning the grand final, winning the uh, World Cup.
1: Oh man! Like you know, you hear, you watch it as a kid. You watch World Cups, and yeah, you know, I got to have the trophy. I like and the be like I played like majority of the cup finals as well. Like so, I felt like I really contributed to the team and to the yeah. game and to the win. It was a hard game, man. We're playing England and I think yeah, it was like I remember 6-0. watching that- it was just at Suncorp Stadium in front of my mum and dad, my brothers, my wife, my kids. It was just a dream, man. Like I still pinch myself like I've got an Origin series, I've got a World Cup, I've got like um Four Nation tours, whatever it is. Like I've got all these things that I just still think, shit, man, like, like how the cow- hell do, do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was just a little fat kid from Ashley playing <laughs> footy and you now I'm doing this. I don't know how this happened, but it happened and it is what it is.
0: That's amazing. i got some quick fire questions for you to round out yeah, the, the chinwag. Uh, just not necessarily footy related, but just some fun ones. Um, yep. How do you like your steak cooked? Medium rare. I'm a medium rare man. Very nice. And you mentioned the drink. What's your drink of choice?
1: I'm a whiskey man. I oh, okay. love whiskey. So yeah. Uh, so, any yeah. specific whiskey or just any whiskey? Um, food? Yeah, I don't mind. There's a one up here called uh Hundred Souls" up in mm-hmm. uh, up here, which is cool. I really like that up here. Uh, I like Jack Daniels. I'm a Jack man. If I'm in the pre-mixing stuff, I'm like by the like yep. Jack. But I appreciate it all. Maker's mark. Yeah, you know, love me a Maker's is, mark. Yeah. So I'm actually starting a whiskey that's going to be coming out soon. So oh wow, it's all it's all kind of hush hush at the moment. But no, absolutely, you're the it, first it, to know about it, man. Oh, we can. Would you like love- when it comes out?
0: Oh, Wicked. And would you like me to edit that bit out of the episode or do you want me to keep that in?
1: No, you can say it, man, but I'm just, I'm not going to say the name of it. No, no, it God, no, no, no. I just but, wanted to um, clarify if you wanted me to edit that bit out. But nah, no, you're right, man. Yeah, yeah, I've got something coming, so it's cool. It's going to be really awesome. cool. It's, Is it's, it a uh, good drop? It's definitely a good drop. So um it's going to be in the premix as well. So,
0: Oh, awesome. As in premixed with cola sort of stuff. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Okay, so we've covered your steak. We've covered your uh, drink. Uh, what's uh, what's a uh, brain finding up? Do you have any pregame rituals or routines? And if not, who at the Broncos during your time there had the weirdest pregame ritual?
1: I think I was the weirdest, to be honest. Yeah? Or oh, Lock, Lockie Miranda was
0: weird. Yep, yep. Um, I've interviewed but, Lockie. Um, he definitely said he had a weird one.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had some weird stuff. I used to always go to the movies on game day. Oh, okay. Um, So I always went to the cinemas game day. Like nine times out of ten, I'd go, and I'd just go by myself if I could, if nobody wanted to come with me. But I was always at the cinemas game day. Go watch a movie, come home, chill out. I always wore kind of the same, um, like socks and yeah, always the same boots. I love. I only wear like I only like wearing white football boots as well when I play. I can't wear. Is is that a superstition or just yeah? Okay, superstition. And I mean, then, they match um, the jersey now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but, um, yeah, I've always wore white boots, and then I kind of just get a super, like, um, like just my routine is really specific of, yeah. like, boot, boots and what I do when I get, I stretch and shower and all this kind of stuff yep. that wigs people out, but it's all right. But Lockie Miranda was weird. You always had to tip over a cup of water on the floor. Yeah. And you'd stare at a wall and, like, talk to yourself, <laughs> which is, like, you know, everyone does their own shit, man. right yeah, I mean, so, some um, of
0: the ones I've heard, uh, fucking Mick Crocker, he had to have a spew every time the two-minute, you know, bell went off.
1: Yeah, he, he'd, yeah. Have, he'd
0: have it to the point where he said, at at some point, it just became reflex. He didn't even mean yeah. to anymore. And you and know, It was
1: the same. He spewed as well. Yep.
0: Yeah, and another one I I remember was Chris Sandow. Um, he wore the same undies from Captain's Run until the end of the game on game day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like like, It's weird. We're we're just creatures of habit, man. And once we figure out something that works for us, like we just don't want to stray away from it. So it is like, we're all like, we're not there in the head football players. So it's just the way it is, I guess.
0: Well, I mean, Hey, exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it.
1: That's it, man.
0: Uh, Netflix binge during the lockdown in 2020. And there was somewhat of a lockdown last year, the hub. What was your Netflix binge?
1: Um, I love Vikings. Yes. I'm all about, you know, I love the Vikings, Piggy Blinders. I I understand. Um, I've watched like uh, Billions, yep. Yellowstone, that kind of stuff now. I'm just starting to get into the new Halo series on Paramount, I haven't watched so, it yet. Isn't any good? Yeah, it's Gangster. I love it. It's and very cool. I'm, the- I'm, a, I'm a nerd man. Like, You're I love a gamer? Video games. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not anymore. I've got three kids, so I can't play, but I appreciate the old school games. Okay. Like, Favorite old school old- games. Yeah, Halo, uh, Mario, like Crash Bandicoot, man. I'm yes. like an OG on that side of stuff. Street Fighters, like all that kind of stuff. So, um,
0: that's awesome. Um, And obviously, stupid question, because I, can, I uh, pretty much already know the answer, but what team did you follow growing up?
1: Yeah, I was I was a Broncos supporter, but I also liked the Dragons, which was yeah. funny. Sean Timmins, who's our assistant yeah. coach now, he was one of my favorite players growing up, so... Yep. I loved Sean Timmins, I loved Adrian Morley, and I loved Michael Crocker. They were like my three I've favorite I've managed to players. interview
0: two of them. I've not managed to yep. get Timmins yet, but Michael Crocker and Adrian Morley were amazing, amazing yep. interviews. Especially Morley, as I'm sure you know, like he was a fucking maniac when he was over yeah, in Australia. Man. But when he went back over to England, he put his head on and he didn't get suspended ever after he became captain yeah. of Warrington.
1: Yeah, he was, he was one of my favourite because he was at the Roosters when I first signed the Roosters. So okay. he, he was such a gentleman, um, like just Lovely a nice bloke. fella. Yeah, man. Like talking awesome.
0: cheese from on field and off field.
1: Definitely, definitely. But, but most football players are yeah. like,
0: you know. But like even you. Everyone, like the, yeah. For lack of a time, some people would see uh, a white line fever, you know, would yeah. hit anyone on the field. But off the field, mate. Look at, look at the chat. You're nothing yeah, to
1: chill. I know, I know man. Some people, yeah, some people just don't like me. But it's, I understand it's a game of footy and you you get to make an opinion of someone from 80 minutes of football. But at and... the same
0: time, that's why I love podcasting and interviewing players and stuff because so many times I've had friends and whatnot, I've told them, oh, I've got this player coming on the podcast or this, that, the other. one go, oh, he's a prick or oh, this, yeah, that, no, not about you, but I'm like, oh, Yeah, no, geez, do you I've, know I've him? heard it
1: plenty of times. <laughs> Most of the time, I meet people and they're like, "Oh, you're not such a dickhead, anyway." <laughs> like, so I'm like, "Oh man, like, yeah, I'm a dick on the field, but it's just the way I play." Free. But you've got to well, have like, a bit of
0: mongrel in you, you know.
1: It's, just, I just always say like, it got me to where I am, so I don't like to change it. But exactly, I do to change broke, a bro, little bit. Of, yeah, I've got to change a little bit at the moment because I keep getting suspended, and yeah. the game has changed, and I'm a dinosaur, and I've got to change with the rules, brother.
0: That's fair. And um, last bit to wrap up, we'll we'll cover your time with the Dragons so far because it's the most recent club you're at. Yeah, uh, you went to the Dragons as of last year. Uh, what was it yeah. like going? It was more or less mid-season uh, from yeah, yeah. from the Cowboys to the Dragons, and now you know next you're up to your second season ish with the Dragons. How's everything going uh, from where it started at the Dragons to now?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um. Todd's Payton come into the Cowboys and it kind of a kind of similar thing. Like um, there wasn't going to be any, I would talk to the club about um, cause me and my wife loved it in Townsville and we were coming into, yeah, we were coming into our last, last year. This year would have been my last year with the Cowboys. Yep. And I was just said to them, like, is there going to be an opportunity for me to stay after this year like, with with the club, like, we love it here, me and my wife. And and Todd was just like, nah, I don't think so. Like, we're just, like, they had some young guys. And I don't know, everyone just, for whatever reason, just when the young guys come through, they just think, oh, right, They try we'll and push the, the old them. guys out sort of thing. Yeah, man, it's all cool. Like, it is yep. what it is. Like, I just knew where I stood then. So then, then you know, my okay. old coach. yeah, like, there's nothing here for me long-term for me and my wife and my kids. So, it is what it is. So, yeah. Hook rang me and I've worked with Hook. I love Hook. He's like one of my favourite coaches. And he just said, man, come down. Like, I'd love to have you. I come down um, and, and yeah, the Dragons were great. All familiar faces. I love the club. But yeah, I had, I just come off that preseason coming into last year. I tore my hamstring off the bone. So my oh. first week, my first week of running, like proper running was my first game. So yeah, I couldn't, I hadn't really had any base of a fitness. You couldn't test it out until the game. Yeah, then I got into the drag. Like, I played a couple of games for Cows and I was just starting to feel all right. Like, I wanted to, like, obviously at the start, I was like, I wanted to stay there, but then Hook brought me down. And then um, I just started playing some footy the Dragons. And then I got that magic round weekend happened and everyone got suspended for like five games. Wasn't that insane? That bloody cracked out. Yeah, man, I got down for a hip drop, and like Josh had a car carried on, and then he got up to score three tries. So Like it wasn't yeah. even a bad thing, but they were just man, like nitpicking everything. They so, really were. I did, yeah, I did a five week suspension, come back, and I hadn't really even got a fitness before that. So I just, I could never, I just didn't feel like I found my feet last year in the in yeah. the Dragons. I was just in and out, in and out, and that's why I was just very disappointed in myself with. The way it all went, yeah, in, with footy and and that kind of stuff. So this year, I like, I've been off the drink since November. Um, just tr- just doing everything right to give myself every opportunity to play mm-hmm. good footy that the Dragons and Hook and that deserve from the you know from myself because I haven't I haven't I haven't been at my best the last you know the year in two thousand and nineteen yep. was it what are we before now? COVID. Two- yeah, or the yeah, so twenty twenty, I got like Cowboys players player, so I had a really good year. But then I couldn't really string any the I mean, next year. Then I went to the Dragons, and then you know, like yes. I, was a bit, I was a bit upset because I was players player. Then next minute, I'm like, oh yeah, nah, there's not going to be anything for you. So I was like, oh, all right, sweet. Yeah, it is what it is. But so yeah, I just want to get back to playing good footy and being fit. So you know, I finished last season like 112 kilos um just wasn't myself where back I'm back down to 102 now to really that's, it, that's
0: your ideal playing weight for you is it
1: yeah 102 103 man just just you got to be fit and you got to be course. fast and you got to be strong and last couple of years I've just been taking the piss a little bit I think just kind of just cruising along so I just wanted to give myself every opportunity to play my best footy and you know I, I love being here at the Dragons really enjoy my time and um, you know, what what the future holds for me, I'll let my footy do the talking and um, absolutely just see, see what comes from that, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. And one last question is, what advice would you give to any youngsters that are, you know, wanting to play rugby league in the NRL one day?
1: Oh, this is, I always say to kids, um, find out what you're good at and be the best at that. Yeah. You know, for, figure out what separates you from the kid next to you and be the best of that. So if you're the fittest kid, be the fittest kid in the team. If you're the strongest, be the strongest. If it's the fastest or most aggressive, just be the best at that because that's what's got you. That's what separated you already. So yep. keep doing that. So that's, when I come into the NRL in 09, I was like big and aggressive, but I wasn't big enough. I wasn't going to be big enough in the NRL to be like that. So then I had to like look at myself. I was like, well, what else am I good at? And I'm like, I'm really fit. Like I can get, I can run all day. I could be fit. I could make 40, 50 tackles. I could do 20 runs. So I'm going to be the best at that. So that's when I just come back and I was just like, just, just do cardio, man, just cardio and be aggressive. And that was like, I just built my game off that. And that's all I can say to the kids is figure out what you're good at and be the best at that, because that's going to separate you from what's the guy standing next year. And that's what all you got to do is just make a point of difference and someone going to notice you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll just quickly